Hello, ladies. Look at me. I'm a clown. Look down. I'm gone. Look back. I'm a clown. Look in the basement. I'm standing there smiling. Run away. Sadly, you can't escape. But if you stopped using ladies-scented body wash and switched to Old Spice Clown Stink, you could smell like me. Look down. Back up. Where are you? The Abaddon Hotel with the clown your body could smell like. What's in your hand? Look down. Look back. I have it. It's a knife with your boyfriend's blood all over it. Look again. The knife is now a bouquet of flowers. Anything is possible when you switch to Old Spice Clown Stink. I'm in hell. Hello and welcome to Horror Movie Talk. An opinionated and accidentally funny horror movie review show. Go, 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 go. Also review older horror movies, both good and horrible. Wow, that didn't sound good. Hello and welcome to... Oh my god, ew, David. Ew, no, David. Horror Movie Talk. Your panel of expert hosts each week are Dr. Bry or Bruce Hansen, who holds a PhD in spookology. Professor David Day, that's me, the foremost expert in scare meow meows. New theatrical releases always get priority, although that seems to just be something we say anymore. Um, But we also do review older horror movies, both good and horrible. I'm David Day. You should check out our website, horrormovietalk.com. From there, you can find links to all our social media. We got YouTube. We got Reddit. We got Facebook. We got LinkedIn. We got Reddit. We got YouTube. We got Reddit and Facebook. Twitter, uh, yeah, you, you, yeah, we even have the TikTok. We got the Grum. We post new episodes every single Wednesday, so make sure to subscribe and leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts because that helps us out a whole bunch. If you would like to leave a message for us, you can do so by calling six eight two two five three four four six eight, and we'll play whatever perverted weird thing you say. And uh, there you go. We've got a great show for you guys today. Today, we will be talking about Hell House LLC. We'll start out by giving a brief review and our score for the movie. We do score on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being bad, bad, bad. 5 being totally average. And 10 being good, good, good. And after we give our score, we'll get into spoilers and take a deeper dive into what we liked and hated about the film later in this episode we'll be doing perennial uh horror movie talk game called taglines where we come up with alternate taglines for the movie that we just watched but i should say today's movie hell house llc is brought to you by horror movie talk patrons once a month we allow patrons to vote to choose and then uh, vote on a movie amongst themselves that we have to then review. And uh, this month, they chose Hell House LLC for us. So if you'd like to choose a movie for us or be involved in the voting of choosing on a, a movie for us to watch, you can do so by checking out our Patreon 
patreon.com slash horror movie talk. Big news on that one. Uh, if you subscribe to our $6.66 tier, not only do you get access to the Afterpod and all the drops and our schedule and uh, early access to all episodes, but the episodes that you get early access to, so you get like between uh, two and five days in advance. Or, you know... 50 minutes to five days in advance. Sometimes. <laughs> Depending on who's, who's editing it. But not only that, but those episodes are commercial free now. There are no commercials on those. So if you would like to uh, to pony up, you don't have to listen to commercials in your horror movie talk episodes. And again, that's the $6.66 here. So as I said, our patrons decided that it was time for us to review Hell House LLC. And frankly, I'm not even mad. This is a found footage movie about Halloween spook house from 2016. And it does a pretty great job at unnerving me late at night. So without any further ado, let's get into the trailer. that night at the Abaddon Hotel. What is that? It's everything. Sarah, have you watched those? No. So you have no idea what's on them. How beautiful is this? Hell House. Look, 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 there it is, there it is, there it is. There we go. What was that? I don't know. You have heard the rumors about this. There are no rumors about this place. No rumors, we talked about this. It's supposed to be haunted. All right, dude, lock me in. Hold it. Godspeed. Hey, man, how many freaks did we have? It was when we started sleeping there that things started to change. Back. You hear that, right? I'm telling you, we have to call it off right now. We have no business being here. Alex is more confident than ever. I think we're next. LLC can be found on Shudder along with both sequels, all of which were written and directed by the same guy, Stephen Cognetti, uh, who doesn't have a lot of, uh, he doesn't have a, a lot of, uh, what do you call him to his name? Um, 
Credits. Credits, thank you. He doesn't have a lot of credits to his name, but he does have those three movies and a few others. Um, five years after a disaster at a local spook house known as Hell House LLC, where 15 people lost their lives, a documentary crew goes back to the scene to try to determine what really happened there. What they learn is that a group of young but somewhat experienced spook house creators bought the Abaddon, the abandoned Abaddon Hotel. Try to say that. Which they plan to make into a spook house for the Halloween season. Good news for the documentary crew. The Hell House LLC crew had already decided to take video footage of basically their whole project from beginning to end. Uh, the premise at the start of this movie is that it's a documentary which draws my attention quite well. At some point, it seems to shift into a kind of a first-person perspective of the Hell House crew, and then it remains that way for almost the entire rest of the movie. Uh, this includes buying the Abaton. Oh, uh, so when they when they bought the hotel, uh, what they had to do basically was uh, they had to try and make it safe enough clean enough and scary enough to be a Halloween destination, which part of that's already done for them. The scary part is this, this place is already scary enough, <laughs> uh, but they proceed to make it scarier. As the group fix up the hotel, they also live there because otherwise the cost benefit analysis doesn't add up. And as you might imagine, it gets weird. This prop clown keeps showing up all over the house and it seems like there might be someone else living there. As Halloween draws nearer, they start to lose it and end up with more Hell House than they bargained for. <laughs> my, <laughs> the energy you put into it every time just decreases. More of a okay. Um. <laughs> <laughs> my review for Hell House LLC is this movie came highly recommended to me around a year ago by one of our wonderful patrons, Gabriel K. Um, she has rallied for this thing on Patreon for at least a couple months. Uh, and I don't know if they've all been uh, consecutive, but she has definitely been trying to get us to watch this movie. Mm -hmm. I immediately, uh, upon initial viewing, which, like I said, was maybe a year ago or so, I was immediately hooked because it was better than average found footage movie um, just from the outset of the movie. Mm -hmm. And I'm a sucker for found footage in a big way. And so, and there's so many crappier than average found footage movies. Yeah. I mean, really the ones that work are, you can kind of count on, well, maybe two hands. Yeah. And it's, and most of them are paranormal activity. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and you can feel it pretty quick too. Like you can kind of feel the quality of the whole thing pretty quick. And, um, yeah, this has a little bit of fresh take on it with the documentary crew at the start. Uh, the thing that struck me immediately upon viewing this was how they kept talking about the incident as though it was this astonishingly terrifying occurrence. And it sucked me in from there. Almost the entire movie is set within this, this already spooky place that they're fixing up to be even spookier. So the set almost always includes weird imagery and backdrops, and that just generally works in found footage. The characters are jaded enough to be believable in their ability to live in such a place, uh, which makes the premise solid enough to be believable. Really, Hell House LLC boils down to a solid premise with a very scary setting and a lot of hype. 
ultimately, the payout at the end is pretty intense, but I can see how some might be underwhelmed when it's been built up so much by the docu- documentary portion of this film. In terms of scary movies, this uh, this one to m- this is one. This is a scary movie to me, and uh, that's something of an accomplishment in and of itself. What do you What did you think about Hell House? Yeah, I mean it. It works. Um, like like you said, it's kind of one of the rare good find, found footage movies that makes sense, and um, it actually has like really decent jump scares in it and really creepy stuff throughout not just the setting but like just some of the set pieces and things that they that they do i mean especially with like the clown yeah the occurrences the occurrences are really off-putting in this the things that happen that shouldn't are genuinely alarming to me (laughs) uh particularly the things surrounding the cameraman uh, right when he's talking at night and things move past the door and I'm just like, no. Mm-mm. And it really keeps you off off kilter because it's not. It doesn't give you any like any easy answers to what's going on, really. I mean, you know, this is a hotel with history. You yeah. know, it's not like it doesn't make sense that it's haunted, but also it's like. Are these ghosts or are there also real people? It feels here? like there's real people there. Yeah. It's weird. So you never really know who's who and what's what. Right. Up to, I mean, even after the ending, you don't really know because it's very, whatever it is, is very supernatural, you know. Regardless, yeah, I like I like that they named it the Abaddon Hotel. I play, uh, well, I played a game uh, called Dota for a long time, uh, and then Dota Two, uh, and it has a. This is one of these games. With Does that stand for something? Dota Defense of the Ancients. Okay, um, yeah. So, so it's um, it's got all these little characters, right? And you can pilot them around and fight fight the other. Mm-hmm. people playing the game and uh and one of them is called abaddon and so i knew a little bit about abaddon and what it is right so abaddon is like the keeper of the gates of hell um mm-hmm. just generally speaking according to lore mm-hmm. uh and i would imagine abaddon is an actual demon in i don't know whatever sort of christianity lore you got Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so anyway so i had that um to to go off of um and so that kind of informed a little bit of my thought process around around this but so you so you had a decent time with hell house yeah and this is your second viewing as well yeah it's my second viewing i think the first one was kind of like distracted viewing um this one i gave it more attention and so it's basically like the almost like the first time I've really watched it. Okay. And it was, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. How did you feel about the ending? Um, I mean, I think it was good. I mean, it's, it's kind of, uh, this does definitely take a lot of stuff from Blair Witch Project. Oh yeah. I mean, as far as found footage goes, like this, uh, takes a, a healthy sampling from 
Blair Witch. And so it's kind of a very similar ending to Blair Witch where it's, you don't really know what's going on, but you see a little more it's with be, this It's one. to the betterment of the movie for sure. Right. But the, the it is one of those things where the buildup is the move. It, mm-hmm. it's, that's the destination. Well, I mean, that's you true know? of any horror movie. It's like, you can't... Man, that's the damn truth. It's about suspense, and once it's delivered, it's like nothing can truly deliver on, you know... <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you... If you're a... No, I'm not going to make that analogy. The It just doesn't match the, the feeling that you have throughout the whole movie, because once you... Right. Once it's done, it's done. Right. Yeah, it's the destination is your or the uh the trip is your destination. Right. right. The going. Right. Um you know, just a little sidebar, we watched what was it? Poltergeist as well mm-hmm. this week. Right. Um for uh to put a episode in the bag. Mm-hmm. And um and yeah, it's uh it's somewhat this is a, a little bit of my problem with poltergeist, is it's just like I don't know. It's 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 the build up, build up, build up, and then, I mean the de- but the whole trip is poltergeist. Like mm-hmm. that's the point. Right? Is like you get it's, it's once you're there, it's not so great anymore. Mm. Although it's a pretty great ending of poltergeist. No, I think it's. I, think I know it's what you ending. think about poltergeist. Yeah. It's, you, you, I don't think you think it could do any wrong. I mean, it's it's. Uh, there's problems with every ending. It's the it's the Jaws problem of if you're not bought into the whole movie, if you aren't like... If you aren't on the edge of your seat. Yeah, if you yeah. aren't on the edge of your seat yeah. and you see the ending of Jaws, like if you, if you isolate yeah. the ending of Jaws to like the very last scene, it's ridiculous. It's like they blow up a shark. I mean, that's basically like sci-fi channel level dumbness. Yeah. Um, but in Jaws, it, it works. Oh, yeah. you're like, fuck that shark. <laughs> you know? You're like, yes, blow up that fucking shark. Woo. And like, this is poltergeist is the same thing. It's like you have all this buildup. And if you're not into it in the ending, it's like, so it's so off the wall that it's like, okay, come okay. on. I mean, Aaron was, oh, well, I'll talk about this in the actual poltergeist review, but yeah. Yeah, same thing with this. If you're not, if you're not bought in for the whole movie, the ending, it, um, it blows me away that some people might not be bought into this movie. But there, but those people exist. Like, I feel like it's, I feel like there's almost a rift between slasher fans and paranormal fans. Yeah, or uh, suspense or thriller fans. You know, where it's like they just don't find this f- scary at all. Like a lot of them I've talked to have been like. Well, where's the thing that's going to kill you? It's like, I don't know. Like, well, that's not fucking scary. You got to see the thing and then run away from it. It's like, to me, that's not scary. Right. Right. You just run away from it. Right. You can see it. <laughs> it's over there. Right. Is that guy with a fucking knife. As, as long as he's over there, I'm okay. Yeah. Oh, yay, David. Yay. So uh, with that, I give Hell House LLC a 8 out of 10. I think this is a really solid movie. Uh, in, especially in terms of found footage and, uh, man, it is, it's super unnerving. Uh, it's, it does not, it does not fuck around in terms of leaving you feeling good. It, uh, it's gross. Yeah. Gross. And that, and that Old Spice commercial was really on point. That clown looked stanky. (laughs) Yeah. 
Um, yeah. What do you uh, What do you give Hell House? I'm I'm right in line with you. I give it an eight as well. Yeah. That's like, it's not, you know, a classic. Like everyone would agree that this is an instant perfect movie, but it's definitely well into good movie territory where I can easily recommend it to anyone. Yeah, you know, Terrified or Aterrados, Aterrados uh, is an Ar- Argentinian movie we reviewed a few years ago, and uh, something about that movie, ha- it had so many really, truly fucking scary scares that just sent me, you know, it had me so amped up with nerves that mm-hmm. by the end I was just like... Pfft. This is maybe the scariest movie I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And this does not necessarily accomplish that. No. This is a this is kind of a moodier movie. Yeah, it's a, very it's relies mostly on atmosphere. Yeah. And it does it great. And I it's mean, got that, tons of it. Yeah, that that hotel is I don't know if they found like an actual abandoned hotel or they just made it up really well to look like an abandoned hotel, but Yeah, that's a good point. I it, it does seem very abandoned. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, it's it's moody, it's atmospheric, and and uh, the scares are more like creep factor, not necessarily scare factor for most of it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So um, there you go. There's our scores for Hell House LLC. That'd be a good idea for a reality show. Creep factor. Oh, that it's would like, be good. Like fear factor, but just how creepy can you be? <laughs> Dude, and you get you get a chance to like. All right, for your challenge, to scare the other contestants. You have then... to stalk this woman for two months. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, officer, I'm telling you, it's for a show. <laughs> That'd be my excuse every day. Mm-hmm. No, no, we're filming it. <laughs> right. <laughs> that makes it better. Hey, are you listening to? To these ads? Well, you don't have to be if you head on over to our patreon.com slash horror movie talk and pay $6.66 a month. You could be listening to ad-free horror movie talk. So, you know, maybe consider doing that. We sure do appreciate any amount of support you can give us over there from a buck a month. That would help us out uh, to the tune of $1 a month. That would help us out that much. You can support Horror Movie Talk by heading on over to nightchannels.com. Hey, you know that uh, that feeling of flipping through LPs and finding that incredible record that just blows your mind and creeps you and your family out? Boy, do I. <laughs> or maybe catching a bizarro, low-budget horror movie on public access. You know how often you watch public access. And how. <laughs> and it makes you wonder what you've just watched. Well, that's kind of like heading on over to this website, Nightchannels channels.com uh it's kind of a a weirdo thrill seekers gold mine it's a truly independent shop here in portland oregon stuffed with killer t-shirt designs and and sweatshirt designs lots of hoodies and that kind of stuff that celebrate mutant media and uh and the nerd that's hiding in all of us so whether you dig into the subhumanoid fringes of popular and underground music cult literature and brain battering horror and sci-fi films night channel can bring you the shirts and hoodies you never thought existed at very affordable prices i love this place because it's got it's got a little bit 
of everything. It's got some fucking right. UFO shit. It's got some <laughs> horror movie shit. It's got some Satanism shit. Uh-huh. It's got it all in there. And yeah. I, and I, uh, I like them a lot. So if you ever wondered, um, uh, where you can get some really, really unique, um, clothing, then you head on over to nightchannels.com. And if you enter HMT at checkout, you get 13% off your whole order. So do us a favor and support nightchannels.com because they're supporting us. Yeah. 13% off is great too. Cause it's already really affordable prices for those t-shirts. Yeah. Like it's, for how niche it is. It's yeah. They, they are truly one of a, you. I mean, I think, the, I think night channels, makes their own art and mm-hmm. prints their own shirts. So this is all stuff you're really not going to find anywhere else. Right. This is really unique stuff. So check them out. Nightchannels.com. Enter HMT at checkout. 13% off. And then we got our old perennial sponsor. You got Manscaped.com, uh, who they are, they just came out with, this is kind of big news. Did uh, did did we already talk about this last episode? I don't think so. I don't think we've talked about it yet. We've just been talking about the new year, but this is... Yeah, so Manscaped, who's the best in below-the-waist grooming for men, just released their new cologne scent to help you feel good and smell good all over at all times. Who knew smelling this good could feel this good? Two. Everyone knows Manscaped has the perfect package 3.0 for all your below-the-waist grooming needs, but they didn't stop there. Complete your grooming game with the new refined cologne signature scent by Manscaped. This is just the same scent that comes with the soap and the... Um, and also the um, what do you call it the, mm, the, the crop crop preserver, preserver. yeah so the uh, the the ball moisturizer which is a really kind of it's it's not exactly piney it's kind of just um, slightly floral but manly yeah like, it's yeah it's got that manly sort of uh, sort of uh, it's like Guns and Roses eh, it's like, well, there's still some roses in there but you got guns. <laughs> yeah they describe it as calming and inviting (laughs) uh the signature scent introduces a light citrus burst before settling into the anchoring notes of vetiver and a woodsy masculine finish actually that's probably the best way to describe it yeah leave it to the pros to describe (laughs) this 50 milliliter spray cologne is even hypoallergenic cruelty free dye free paraben free and 100 percent vegan um this beautifully designed glass bottle bottle will make a statement, and the manly scent is attractive to set the mood. Yeah, they sent some dust. Have you used it? I I did, and uh, and my wife immediately felt pressured. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you getting at? She was like, "Well, I'm not really feeling too good tonight." I was like. <laughs> I was like, okay. Dude, there is something about that. Like, now I have, like, this whole moisturizing ritual after getting out of the shower that involves <sighs> Manscaped. Great. It's great. And, like, after after I'm all moisturized and, like, clean, I'm like, this is the most DTF feeling yeah. I ever have. Like, yeah, I like, am ready. Yeah, my dick's all slicked up. <laughs> It looks good. It's kind of shiny. Uh-huh. It's like it's got a little bit. It's like it's like uh, it's like those Colgate commercials where the guy'd smile and his and his teeth would go ding. ding. 
<laughs> but it's for your dick. Right. Right. So uh, so anyway, if you enter HMT at checkout, you get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. So do it because it helps us and they help us out quite a bit. Your balls and your body will thank you. Also, you can support us by heading on over to horrormovietalk.com slash shop or just, you know, navigating to the shop link and our website and buying a shirt or some stickers. We got a ton of stickers that are made by and our logo, which is on our shirts, that are made by our fucking phenomenally talented, a hard fucking artist who, uh, you know, who will really f- fuck you into the ground with his art, um, Dustin Goble. Uh, you can contact him at dgobel00, that's at D-G-O-E-B-E-L-0-0, on Instagram, and you can make your artistic dreams come true, because he does do commissions. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell him HMT sent you, and also, you can uh, y- you can uh, call us at 682-253-4468. Thanks again for listening, and let's get into Spoilers. Spoilers for Hell House LLC, the movie. Let's just do the whole spoiler section with this on. Okay. Well, you know, so this is really distracting. I can't. Uh, what year? So this starts out with like, oh man, this is, I'm a, I'm smoking you out here, buddy. Are you farting? Uh, I didn't know it was going to be this brand. This is <laughs> my brand. My brand. It's really impressively uh, burning. It's uh, burning me. Uh, so this <laughs> starts out very documentary like uh, by, you know, with, with one of those like black screens with text on it. it says what you're about to see is documentary on the mysterious events surrounding the 2009 Halloween haunted house tour tragedy tragedy. 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 Um, Isn't it weird how somebody says, I farted, then you start, like, testing constantly for it? You're like, (laughs) oh, it's bad. I'm not going to sniff anymore. (laughs) That's not what I'm doing. Uh (laughs) So they get to the... So really this first... 15 20 minutes of this thing is a lot of interspersed footage uh between interviews of people that are being interviewed for the documentary and then actual found footage of the Hell House LLC crew yeah they bought the hotel and are getting ready to fix it up yeah they slow play this one a little more um than most um it's very similar to how the Blair Witch project got set up that also had kind of a documentary or journalistic yeah. intro, but it gets pretty quick into the action. This movie, yeah, yeah. This one spends a little more time on like the mystery and uh, the the known footage kind of thing. It's a much simpler pre- Blair Witch is a much simpler premise, right? It's there's a witch in the woods. Creepy shit happens out there. Some people died. Okay, let's go. Mm-hmm. In this, it's there's a little bit more to explain, which is, um, okay, we're here years after the occurrence, uh, which was a horrible tragedy, mm-hmm. a tra- tragedy, 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 and um, and a bunch of people died, 
and it was a it was a in a functioning spook house that mm-hmm. had people walking through it and there was not only was it a tragedy tragedy mm-hmm. tragedy tragedy that happens down in the basement the basement but it it, inv- it was okay so you know how you think of a, tra- a tragedy mm-hmm. and and it's like it's not it's like alarming scary it's not like spooky scary mm-hmm. this has that vibe to it it's like boy there's a lot of panic and there's a bunch mm-hmm. of people crunching each other you know they were cr- all crashing cr- mm-hmm. crunching crashing around yeah and trying to get out and to me it's so interesting that's kind of the thing that gets me hooked into this is it's like huh so there was a big hustle bustle in the moment of this place and a big tragedy happened. A big tragedy happened, and people couldn't get out. How could that be spooky? Spoopy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that that my yeah, I guess I'm like interested it. by the fact of how are they going to make this uh, a bunch of people in a place be in a tragedy be also scary uh, when the tragedy happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean they they focus on the the trilogy very very early on and and that's really where it focuses all its power is what happened in this moment. Right. And um really the, what the film is mostly about is the lead up to it and what what was going on in the the ending trilogy mm-hmm. is kind of incidental in in the end. Right, right. Um yeah, so you got lots of interviews of people talking about the tragedy, and then you have, uh, you know, uh, you have the insurance guy. This is this is my favorite guy that they interview, who's like, "Look, I needed to figure out what's going on down there." So I went in the house and I looked around, and uh, man, there was nothing on fucking earth that was going to get me to go. I've been into some fuck. I've seen some weird fucking shit. You know, I'm an insurance adjuster or whatever I am. And uh, there, I looked down that those stairs, and I was like, "Mm mm mm mm." That's you a man know, with some good, solid, you know, like sense of danger. Has there been like a horror movie that specifically is about a basement? Like, scary basement stairs is a oh, man. horror trope. Yeah, that's been exploited in lots of different movies. Like it. Has a huge yeah. It has a like, big element. play on on basement stairs. You know, I think um, Hill House did it. This did it. The people in the walls, the people mm-hmm. under the stairs. I guess yeah. is, is the way to say that. But it's not really sur- that. It's more about the house. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, the basement is an element of it. But the fact that it's a dark, dank basement, and that's almost universally scary. Oh, but Mo, the dank, the dank. <laughs> <laughs> so, there should be a horror movie that just focuses specifically on like your fears are warranted don't go down there basements are evil i f- boy um yeah i can't think of any off the top of my head definitely it comes kind of to the forefront i think it crystallizes it especially because it's about sewers a lot yeah i mean i i haven't read the whole book but the 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 part in the book where it talks about that um, the basement is really crystallizes what it feels like as a kid mm. to go into a the basement because yeah. 
and that's really what it signifies is your fear. You don't know what it is. It's just dark and it's going to get you, mm-hmm. you know. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and this one has strong spooky basement vibes. Um, they, <laughs> big, big basement energy. Big, <laughs> big basement energy. energy. Um, so they're trying to get so it's kind of starts switching over to the 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 people who have bought the Abaddon Hotel at this point, which, you know, like I said, they're kind of mid 20s. Uh, you know, there's five or six of them. I can't really remember any of their names in particular, except for <laughs> Sarah. Uh, I can't be bothered because we uh, we get to see. They talk about Sarah a decent amount, and we get to see her. There's boot. Alex. Alex is the right. like the owner, right? Basically. He's the he's Sarah's boyfriend, and we get to see Sarah's bootay right mm-hmm. off the bat. It's a nice it's a nice booty. Mm. I uh, I gotta say. Um, We've gotten so many comments about our misogyny or uh, reviews, mis- reviews specifically about misogyny. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Do you, do so you, you watch horror movies? I. <laughs> if you're here and you're listening to a show called Horror Movie Talk, maybe consider the, the content that we are well, discussing. Let's just say Alex has a nice ass as well. Hmm. Oh yeah, I no. would have. I would have preferred to see Alex's ass. I've I have gone on record multiple times saying we do not get to see nearly enough dick in movies. Generally speaking, mm-hmm. not just horror movie lane. I don't get to see enough penis. Mm-hmm. I, there's not enough hot, sweaty, stank penis mm-hmm. pressed up against my face in the mm-hmm. while I'm pressing my screen again while I'm pressing my face against the screen, <laughs> <laughs> trying to sniff the characters. I just want them to press it up against the camera lens just so we get the full. <laughs> Man, I've been taking a lot of cold showers and they're getting longer and longer. You cannot appreciate how small your junk can get. Mm-hmm. Really, it turns like purple. It gets teeny, teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny, almost mm-hmm. like it doesn't exist. You you talk about this like it's like the best benefit of this. And it's just an impressive it's impressive mm-hmm. to see what your body's capable of. Mm. You know, for so long, I haven't seen my body be capable of barely anything. And now it's doing one thing. And I'm like, wow. Look at you go. <laughs> Way to go, body. Protect yourself from that mm. cold. Um. Anyway, so the actors arrive. The actors are separate from the Hell House LLC crew because obviously they got to kind of be locals. And um, and the cameraman is well-established, uh, also misogynist, <laughs> who is all horned up. And he's constantly, you know, he's like, will there be any hot chicks? Um, and let's see here. Oh, um the so they kind of talk a little bit about the meaning of the word abaddon uh which is abaddon like i said before was the demon that guarded guarded the gates of hell so why would they why would this have ever been named the abaddon hotel you know like uh yeah why would you name a hotel oh i don't know like um <laughs> Belfagor, the the Belfagor Inn, you know, Baphomet Inn. <laughs> yeah, it's like that doesn't sound. I mean, I don't even necessarily know what that is, but it doesn't sound good mm-hmm. necessarily. Um, so why Abaddon? 
it's it's creepy. It's creepy generally. I mean, didn't they didn't they give the backstory that basically there's a killer that lived there or ran it? There's something about people that died in the original. Yeah, there Someone was... Someone hung himself... Uh, am I remembering that wrong? Okay, there was no, like a serial killer or something in it, I, in the hotel? don't recall the point that you're talking about, about the killer, but I definitely... So they, they oh, definitely... Oh, there was like satanic stuff, at yeah, least. Yeah, there was a lot of like unexplained and uh, proli- like a lot of suicides and deaths in this in this hotel while right. while it was operating there were people hanging themselves left and right um there's people uh it, there was a lot of murder and death in right, this place right. and then it got abandoned because that's what happens to these well maybe maybe the scriptwriter when they're writing it was like used abandoned hotel as a placeholder and they're like abandoned what's what you gotta come up with something else other than abandoned hotel. That's a little on the nose. Yeah, Abaddon. All right, let's go. Yeah, I remember hearing about that while playing Dota. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, they're a real bunch of kind of horror goons. These this Hell House LLC crew. They've done this a lot. They've done this for many years. Um, and you know, this kind of brings me to a little bit of a tangent, which is. There are families out there who support themselves um, by being kind of independent, uh, you know, small business owners who capitalize on seasonal events. Mm -hmm. The the most uh, prolific one that I can think of around our area is fireworks, right? right? There's a couple families in our area that run a bunch of fireworks booths. In you know around the Fourth of July, and they they rake it in yeah. during like the three week period that you're allowed to sell fireworks uh, here in Washington, and they kind of like support their whole family <laughs> off of like you know a good solid three or four months of you know stocking up fireworks, getting it all set up around the county or wherever, selling it all real fast. And then cleaning up and 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 so this is kind of that kind of thing. These these people have made a nice little niche for themselves, setting up spook houses around the sounds like New York area, mm-hmm. New York State area, and uh, and then running successful spook shows. That would be a a fun, interesting, stressful life. Yeah, man, how nice would that be? To, I wonder if they can really survive off of it for the entire year. If. I'm I'm always impressed by by when I talk to small business owners who run booths and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like there's um there's a little slushy shop, um kind of just, right just, off of Highway 99. Yeah, just kind of right next to my house. And in the summer, it's just always a line there. And you know they're selling little slushies for three or four bucks a pop mm-hmm. to people. And I'll I, I've talked. Well, it's to actually them. Hawaiian ice, isn't it? Isn't I, it? I don't know. Real? Don't, yeah, okay. it's not a slushy. I guess. I guess that's a Seven Eleven thing. But it's you know ice, it's ice with syrup. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know, every once in a while, I'll talk to people like that, and they'll be like, "Oh yeah, you know, we make you know sixty five grand over the course of four months while this thing's open, and then we kind of like close up shop." And man, living the dream. I wonder if those same families like, if it's like, all right, in October, we've got uh, spirit. We open up the spirit store. 
<laughs> okay. for 30 days. Spirit Halloween. Uh-huh. Yeah. In December, we open up our booth that sells only calendars. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's called it's called uh, the Craft Warehouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ju- July, we sell fireworks. What would be the other? What would be another seasonal holiday? One of the seasonal holidays that blows me away uh, in its ability to sell just trash to my wife is <laughs> is uh, St. Patrick's Day. Really? Like the amount of four leaf clover, little tinselly bullshit, and little. Irish hats right. and like, yeah, and there's just nothing to it, you know, except for except for uh, what do you call it? Shepherd's pie, potatoes, and drank. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I mean, I I can get behind all three of those. So I guess maybe on in retrospect, it makes a lot more sense than I gave it credit for. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so these these this group of Hell House, right? Some magical holiday where you just drink beer and eat potatoes. <laughs> right, right, exactly. It's like oh, that like that exists. Um, <laughs> but uh, this Hell House crew has apparently made a living, and good on them for doing so. But they. Get what they uh, get what they had coming to them? Uh, question mark. Mm-hmm. I, I guess their only real sin was buying the Abaddon Hotel and trying to spruce it up. And really, what's the point of renaming it Hell House? You could have just kept it Abaddon. Well, it's their corporation or their little LLC. Yeah, but still. Yeah, but still. Okay. And if you want <laughs> horror movie talk listeners, if you want to win any argument, <laughs> just ipso facto without yeah. having to prove yourself, you can always have the last word. And it's like. You don't win it, but at least you're back to even. I could say, Bryce, what is what is two plus two? Eighteen. No, it's actually four. Yeah, but still. And then we don't know what it is at that point. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's obfuscated the point and gone mm. around my line of logic, and he's no longer playing by the rules. And you can you can. Become the leader of the free world just by, yeah, but still. Yeah, but still. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, there's there's a bunch of props that they put into this place. There's creepy looking spiders. There's spider webs. There's strobe lights. There's obviously a bunch of mannequins that they set up in, in, in um, you know, on pianos and behind the bar. And Okay, so how many haunted houses have you been to? Oh! know a respectable number i'd say at least 10 to 15 something like that so in this when they're going at the end when they go through the actual tour and you Mm -hmm. see the full haunted house did it seem a little lame to you i mean they all seem about this lame to me yeah, I mean, there's... This is a, a higher effort one, which is the... L- l- you're getting into less lame territory. See, I don't know. Is it, though? Because it really relies heavily on non-moving, like, mannequins and stuff. Right. Like, that's like 80% of it, and they have... How many employees? Five actors. Yeah, five actors yeah. for a whole haunted house. It's like, we... Uh, our high school put on our our choir program put on a haunted house at Clark County Fairgrounds. And it was like thirty kids were I'm, running this haunted yeah, house. Yeah, like, same we did every, it in our high school as well. Yeah, every like I was one of the actors. Every scene had like you know at least three people yeah. in it. Yeah, doing some kind of vignette. It's not like 
oh look a spooky person hanging that's not you know it's not moving halloween spook houses okay so i remember in our high school's iteration or i guess it was our community's iteration of a of Mm -hmm. a local spook house uh you know there's all the high school kids come out to be actors but like i feel like halloween is special in that it attracts the kids who are in your community who don't go to your school like mm-hmm. suddenly this bitch will show up and you're like where are you from and she's like oh i live two houses down and you're like i've never seen you in school and i go to a school of 300 people i, I went to a very small high school yes because my father locks me in the basement right and the, but halloween is like the one holiday that they're allowed to come out and mm-hmm. like participate and shit and you're like what who are you where'd you come from anyway um so no that's a I, I gotta say in spook houses like the actors really don't sell it for me like they make it almost a lot worse or laughable yeah yeah i mean i can i can point to like the one i've only been to one like professional haunted house like down at um the Moda Center. Portland Meadows. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, was where it was when I went. And uh, there's a noticeable difference with, with actors, or at least, like, effort put into a scene and special effects with real people in it that that adds to it. But yeah, just, for the most part, it's like, okay, okay, guy, amateur, yeah, like, schlub in a mask. How many people have you chased today? I have to... F- and how much energy do you I have now? I have to feel actually concerned for my safety in order to be scared and and going into one of those things is the is the bottom line premise that ruins it for yeah, me. Yeah, I, I pay money and then I go, well they have to make sure I'm safe. <laughs> probably the most effective thing in a haunted house is where it's really dark and people are touching you that you can't see. David? David. Don't David. 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 Oh my god, is that David? Yeah, when they know who I am, that starts to alarm mm-hmm. me a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't quite put my finger on it. Anyways, anyway, I'm, I'm just saying it seems like they're really heavily relying on non-moving scenes to scare people. Like we got a, we got a dummy set up over a piano. Well, put a strobe light on it. It'll, <laughs> it'll be freaky. Right. All right. And it, man, strobe light. I'll tell you what, some people are Oh yeah, very afraid very. of that stuff. Yeah, it works for some people. Like, uh, I and it's I'm jealous of them. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I feel like their life is more interesting than mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now we kind of start getting into the crew fixing up the house and. Just generally speaking, this lasts a long time. This is the vast majority of the movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, and as they're setting it up, you know, they're adding creepy things to the house to make it creepy. And, uh-huh. and little – the thing that really works for me about this – about the movie generally speaking, because this is so much of the movie, is they keep adding these things and it's a found footage movie, so – you keep seeing new things kind of throughout the house. And sometimes you're like, whoa, did that move? And then other times you're like, oh, that, I mean, this is obviously like they've, they're pointing at this thing that's showing up. Right. This new, oh, there's a new dummy over here. What the fuck is that? Where, yeah. How did he get here? Oh, he's gone. The strobe light flashed and he's there and then mm-hmm. he's not. Mm-hmm. And um, just this, the sense of concern 
continues to rise because, well, there's more and more creepy shit being added to the house, uh-huh. generally speaking. And then there's a bunch of stuff that goes unseen and unnoticed by the right. actors. It's really a testament to how how well the human eye is at picking at human figures. Yeah. Where And movement. Like, you can, you can have it really, really dark and in the distance, and you're like, what's that? What was that? What is that? It's like, oh, it's someone walking by, or it's someone standing there. Yeah. And you only see, like, a shoulder. Right. You know, poking out from behind a door, and you're like, who is that? And then that eye shows up, and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, you know... I mean, there's so much that the so, about humans that's that's really interesting. Like our ability to uh, one of the things that's really unique about the human species is we have white around our eyes, around the irises of our eyes, hmm. and that's specifically meant to show you where things are, where other people are looking. Where hmm. are they looking? Gorillas, chimps, they don't have that. They have black behind their irises Hmm. so it's much more difficult to tell where they're looking so to us it's important to be able to see Mm -hmm. are you making eye contact with me right now on a social level Mm -hmm. and then also on like a disturbed level Mm -hmm. and so when this when this clown shows up (laughs) now we have the entrance of this fucking clown mannequin and it's bald and it's got blood coming out of its eyes, and it's just black behind the eyes. Mm-hmm. And they occasionally run into it, and it doesn't move, mm-hmm. just stands there like a mannequin. But it shows up around the house kind mm-hmm. of inexplicably and just sits there waiting for him or stands there. They could really just call this movie Creepy Clown House. Yeah. Like, that's really what this movie is mostly relying on is this specific clown yeah but it which is kind of interesting because you know they brought it it's not like they found it there it's not like there was a creepy clown mannequin that's right down in the basement they bought that mask yeah they have that mannequin no no didn't they find it i can't recall man we really fucked up oh man (sighs) i mean i can't i can't imagine that they just i think i would have remembered if they're like oh wow look at our luck there is an old fucking creepy clown the thing mannequin just sitting here for us the thing that's giving me pause about that is there is a moment where they talk about how creepy that mask is Mm -hmm. they're like wow well we can't let this thing go to waste right but um i can't or yeah it's it's eluding me as to whether they found it i do believe you're right though i think they they brought it in there. But in any event, it's been possessed somehow. Right. And and um, as the camera guy works his way around the house, at one point, he's about ready to go in the basement. And he bumps into this thing at the top of the stairs. And it's looking down into mm-hmm. the basement. And he looks away from it with the camera and then back to it. And then it's looking at him. And so it gives the illusion that you've seen this thing move. But you, have, you never get to see this thing actually move. Well, it shows how... How little you need to do to to scare people because it's just seeing inanimate objects change. Right. Like, hey, that's not right. Like, that's also a thing that the human eye will notice. Yeah. It's like, hey, that was over there. Why is that here now? Yeah. Um, but yeah, super creepy. And, and it's like, 
a lot of the time it's obviously a mannequin and it's just kind of being set it up or moved uh-huh. around the house. Uh-huh. And that circumstance is like, no, there was felt like there was literally someone in right the mask because it was kind of moving. And then they grab it and my alarm levels shoot way up. They're like, no, it's just a mannequin. And then they shake it. And I'm like, it feels like a person that they're shaking. Uh, does that does that do anything to you? When they like grab it and they're like grab it by the head and they're like no look it's just a mannequin I'm like don't touch it it's gonna bite no, you it looked like a mannequin to me at that point that was the one at the bottom of the stairs right it's um well they do it a couple times yeah they do it in the basement they do it uh when it shows up at the bottom of the stairs yeah mm-hmm. yeah that's that's right yeah <laughs> it's super creepy because he assumes it's his friend right tricking him right and then he goes back and the friend is sitting on the couch he's like what the fuck what did you well, how did you do that and then he goes back to see where the mannequin is and it's it's sitting down at the bottom of the in the basement and it's like yeah Ugh. and they review the footage and they're like well you're obviously fucking with us yeah yeah, yeah. so there's like this he said she said thing going on where yeah. the camera guy thinks he's being messed with by the other people and they yeah. think they're being messed with by him should be noted that there's a low effort chalk pentagram in the basement <laughs> It's like, it's like some edgy 15 year old, uh-huh. like was like, I'm going to draw a pentagram down here. Cause that's fucking the symbol of Satan. Here we go. Dude, you should, they should like put a moratorium on the pentagram. How, how do you mean? They should just like, I don't care. Even if it's like legit, um, Wiccan or like Santa, Sat- Santanic, Symbology. <laughs> Santanic. They should just come up with something else. Just so at least you don't know what the thing is. Come up with like something that's like circles within circles or some other angled like I'll, icon. I'll tell you. Just to say this is the actual satanic <laughs> image. So paranormal activity comes up with some good ones. Right. That right. are like triangles and like little moons and yeah. stuff like that. You know, the other one that does a, a pretty good job of that is, um, was that one that was set? Was it the ritual? The one that was set in the woods and it was a Netflix movie. Mm-hmm. The, I can't remember what it was. The ritual. It was, was the ritual. Yeah, they have they have some good, really super mm-hmm. pagany looking things that aren't pentagrams, right? right. Um, yeah. So anyway, so there's a pentagram in the basement. It's like it feels so low rent whenever you see a <laughs> pentagram. Now it's like okay, this is like the same thing that you'll see in any student horror movie. I don't know. There's something about de- demons or paranormal stuff. It's like, all right, get ready to. You know, put on your pentagram drawing gloves. Do you think that's draw how some pentagrams? Do you think that's how demons feel about the cross? They're like, oh, okay, look at this low effort bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, I wish they'd come up with another symbol. This is so fucked out. This cross, or just even the pentagram. Maybe the, maybe Satan's just kind of tired of appearing through a pentagram portal. It's like, well, his face you, fits in it just perfectly. Couldn't you just make a like a flower or something? <laughs> His face fits in the pentagram perfectly. But, you know, not only that, the cross, I'll say, it's like, you're like, you're like, hey, demon, get away from me. Here's the symbol of the thing you used to kill my God. (laughs) It's like, I'd be like, fuck yeah, show that shit to me. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I get off on. That was always weird to me. See, I I grew up Mormon, so like, we never use, like, using the cross 
isn't really a thing in it, the Mormon culture. It's oh. kind of Second, yeah, it's just secondary it's, symbol. It's not even a symbol. We like I, they make it a point not to use it, and I can't really re- recall something about graven images. I don't know. Yeah, graven <laughs> images or, or whatever. I mean, we have our own. They have their own symbology. They got like their CTR rings and the dick and balls. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the, that so that was outside my experience, and I was the same way. It's like so. Imagine meeting Jesus and being like, hey, remember how you were tortured? <laughs> remember this? I just wanted to always remind myself that you were tortured to They're death. On this thing. Out in the elements. Yeah, yeah. And this is where your right hand was? And this is where your left hand was? Remember that? <laughs> Why not, like, get a... <laughs> put, like, a... um, Ah, oh, Shit. David, David, this is so awkward. Wow, I'm so tired. You've lost it. I was trying to find the adjective, and I can't remember. The adjective would make it funny. Mm. But imagine just, like, having a a uh, a nail around your neck. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, the, the symbol of the pain. Like, here you go. Or, like, the... It's a very Catholic thing. Or the staff. Like, the, the spear that yeah. pierced aside. Yeah. Remember this? <laughs> We're a sponge with vinegar in it. Big ouchy stick. Um, <laughs> sponge with vinegar in it. Uh, they just really love celebrating torture. So our cameraman seems to be followed and fucked with pretty heavily throughout this movie. Um, Sarah also seems to be kind of... she's. She's kind of spacey. She's kind of spacey. At night, she'll end up in weird places, kind of sleepwalking and in tongues, talking to the wall. She's like, what's up? Did and they really give her much of a reason for that? No. Like, why she was targeted or what? Like, did she do something to kind of accept that more into herself? I don't... It shows her, like, looking at the Virgin Mary statue, so it feels like the opposite would be true. Like, she'd be more... You know, aware not to be possessed or something. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think I think it's just... Usually people that are possessed or, like, that are affected are shown toying with yeah the, you know, paranormal or being tricked by, you know, Mr. Howdy or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Or the TV people or... Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, no, I don't think... I don't think a lot is given into, you know, other other than that... It's, it's, a, I don't, I don't know. It's just alarming to see any, I was going to say maybe it's more, excuse me, alarming to see a woman, um, being possessed, but I think it would also be equally alarming to see a guy. I think, I mean, it's almost always a woman being possessed. That's true. Huh. Women, if you find yourself possessed more often than your significant other, uh, if that significant other is indeed a male, uh, then, you know, let us know why you think that might be. Because we're interested in finding out and doing our part. They should do... To end the 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 unfair focus of demons on your sex. They should do... Or a, gender. A remake of The Exorcist with a boy. A remake of The Exorcist with a boy. Instead of 
instead of Reagan. I don't think you could. He'd be like jacking off real hard. And I know. So- <laughs> what would what would be the equivalent of the uh, masturbation with a crucifix? Pegging like, him. Or um, uh, no, no, no. Just find a splintery piece of wood to fuck or something. Oh, no. What's that thing called where you stick things into your dick? Oh! <laughs> well, you know where you put things down the little hole, the pee hole? I wouldn't know what that's called, and it's definitely not oh, sounding. It's, it's like, oh, it's sounding. <laughs> wow, Bryce, coming, uh, coming out with some knowledge here. So anyway, uh, as our cameraman kind of uh, detail, he does a little vlog in his room at night occasionally, and every time something's moving in the doorway behind him, like sometimes somebody will show up and they'll be silhouetted by mm-hmm. red light, and he'll be like, hey, Sarah, what? hey, how's it going? And then she'll just kind of like walk away, and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. One time she shows up in his room and he has to hide under the covers. Was that Sarah? I though? wasn't sure. I didn't know. I don't think that was Sarah. It was. Yeah, it's like a hat. He thought it was Sarah at first, but then, yeah, it's like some. It's like somebody who might be living in the house with them. <laughs> that is the most effective, <sighs> like, jump scare or scene of the movie. And it's so simple. It is funny. And it's also hilarious, too, because he hides under a sheet. Dude, what would you do? <laughs> Run. Uh, You say that, but have you been in that situation? Like where you're literally cornered and you got nothing. You just got nothing except a sleeping bag or a sheet or something like that. And you're like, oh, my God, I got to hide in my sheet. That that makes no sense. That offers no protection. No. A sheet. It does offer some protection. Even a sleeping bag makes more sense because a sleeping bag is like padded. Yeah. A sheet is literally like. Very just another shirt, you know. Yeah. If you're going to get beat to death, a sheet will offer you no protection. Some protection. Against lacerations. You know, I'd like to hope that I'd I'd rush her and beat the shit out of her. Oh, because, oh I don't like the thought of jumping on her. She's or just so running gross. out. Or running out the door. Oh, you know. then, then, oh, it's all just bad options. It's a lot of bad options. <laughs> when somebody shows up in your room at night, it's just, it's just a shit show. I mean, there are... Some things that maybe you should are arguably better to do, like run away, but it's going to be hard to get the gumption to do any of it because you're just going to be so shocked by the. This is not something that happens. Mostly, what I would do is probably stand up and stare. Like I would not look away. That's the. Yeah. Like I might be frozen, but I would stand up and like keep my eye on this random, creepy girl ghost to make sure like. If she starts coming towards me, I want to be able to react. <laughs> There's a lot of things that guys say that turn out to just not be true in 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 real practice. And right. I think this is true of a lot of the things I say, which is like, I just sucked that bitch in the mouth. Uh-huh. You know, and then it's like, right. wait, that that wouldn't actually happen. I'd be so frozen by fear or the the strangeness of this new thing happening that I'd probably do essentially this, mm-hmm. um, which is freeze up mm-hmm. Ooh, i did that scene is so effective anyway so poor vlogger uh keeps getting hounded by things and eventually he gets driven mad uh they find him uh downstairs in the basement just shook properly shook and then he doesn't even really talk 
ever again throughout the whole movie. He's just kind of in this weird trance state. It's almost as if he's been uh, possessed or something like that. He sleeps a lot. They can't get him to come out and help. Well, he disappears for a while, and then all of a sudden they find him. Right. He disappears and shows up in the basement. And I love how they, like, <laughs> kind of gloss over. We never see him talk again after they find him. They're like, oh, well, he's acting weird. It's like, um... Well, that's Alex. If I had a friend that disappeared and reappeared and was basically catatonic. Be a little more concerned about him than this. Yeah. But this is where Alex comes in. He's the owner. He's the leader of this whole thing. And his whole deal is, look, I got a lot of money invested in this thing. We got to get, we get, it's got to happen. We got to. So he keeps, no matter how bad the concern gets, Alex is there like calming people down, being like, look, we just got luck. And he's tired of Paul's shit. Right. Like that's, that's made thoroughly, you know. Um, clear is that Paul has pulled shit in the past. And so he's not a trustworthy person to like worry about. Right. So he kind of keeps everybody marching onward towards this goal of like, look, we just got to get it's three more days until Halloween. We just got to get this thing done. One of the, we lost over one of the best parts for me. The clown looked at you. No, was the, when Paul disappears, they're like wondering where he is. And then they, did they get a call or a voicemail? Or I think it was a call, and they're like, oh, it's Paul calling. And he answers the phone, and then it's just intense woman <laughs> screaming. <laughs> just like top of the lungs screaming through this phone. And they drop it, and they're like, what was that? Oh. I don't know. We got to get to this hell house <laughs> off the ground. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, it's like they answer the phone to the gates of hell being like, uh-huh. <laughs> and they're like, huh. Uh, that crazy yeah, Paul. That's strange. Usually hell leaves a voicemail. Uh, <laughs> um, and then Alex gives this, you know, so th- that happens. That weird phone call happens. And Alex gives this weird, like, low effort rallying the troops uh, speech that's like, it's like a bad actor trying to act badly. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's like someone who can't act. And you generally speaking throughout this movie, they're decent acting. Um, but this moment is bad actor trying to a- act as though he's a bad actor. And he's like, he gives a speech of like, hey, guys, let's uh, let's get, let's just get out there and we'll go get him. Have a real good time. Right. <laughs> it's going to be uh it's going to be okay. We got we got this. We uh going to make a lot of money. Okay, break. Oh, that was hard to do. You know, it's like all right. That that right. that moment kind of took me out, but everything else. So people start showing up to the house. They start giving tours and um and we've already seen bits and pieces of the footage from this where the so they have a uh, they have a final girl downstairs in the basement chained uh-huh. up to to basically a pipe and uh she's got her uh, uh bodice ripped open and but they've put uh another actor down there mm-hmm. in the clown get up in clown get up to kind of make sure that people don't yeah, get be the handsy. bodyguard yeah be the bodyguard of this of this girl make sure people don't get handsy with her and um and so as the tours start going through very quickly things go to hell quite literally mm-hmm. and we what see you, we see a lot of so it shows the like a new videotape that we haven't seen which is basically the entire the entirety of the tour shown from another you know couple of angles patrons yeah 
angle and and so it's revealed kind of what happens in the end in this tragic night tra trad tragedy tragedy um that's down in this basement all basically what you're shown is three creepy dark hooded figures um you were able to catch three I thought it was three. I saw one for sure that was a different thing than anything I'd seen before. And it was it was a hooded guy with a pale face. Mm. But Maybe I, it was it, just two. I thought it was three. I'll but, be honest with you. It's real hard to tell what's going on. But they all close in on the the girl. Yes. And, uh, and she's like out of her mind with terror. She's right. like, people, help me. This is not part of the show. Which... I mean, this would be actually a scary haunted house. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, all right. What is, wow, I'm fucking horrified. This is this feels very real. Mm-hmm. And a little horny. <laughs> also, I'm a little confused, Boner. Um, emphasis on little. And so, yeah, at, the, at this point, we kind of get to see the, the tragedy happen, which is uh her and apparently a bunch of other people could kind of get murdered by seemingly like demons down there right but it doesn't end there uh this whole time uh the the directors of the documentary have been interviewing Sarah the seemingly only remaining cast member or not cast member the only person of the Hell House LLC crew left about the tragedy and at this point they're like, she's like, I'm tired. And she takes off the mic and she's like, you know, you should really head out to the hell, to hell house to see, you know, what's up for yourself. And if you have any questions, you can come find me at this hotel that we're staying at. You, me all together in this normal hotel <laughs> at, um, <laughs> room two C at room two C. And they're like, cool. You go have a nap, have a drink. Uh, we're going to head over to hell house. And, uh, and then we'll finish the interview afterwards. They talk to the woman at the front desk at their normal hotel, and they're like, hey, if the woman at 2C comes or asks, we're at the Hell House. And she's like, that's weird. (laughs) Funny. Our numbering doesn't have letters in it. Just we don't have letters in our Mm. numbering. So they're like, well, Sarah, if Sarah comes asking for it, she's like, I don't got a Sarah staying here. They're like, huh, well, that's weird. Well, in any event, let's go to Hell House. And they go to Hell House. They look all around. And as they leave, it shows like, um, and then they, this guy stayed back and watched the remainder of the footage that showed. Right. Like the actual horrifying conclusion, which was. The murder of Sarah. Yeah. By our, our cameraman bludgeoning her to death with a, supposedly the camera, it seems Mm -hmm. like. And then slitting his own throat. Yes, slitting on, his own throat. Camera. She gets dragged away by something that's not him. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so as our uh, uh, documentary crew head to Hell House, they find room 2C. And there she is. Dead. And I love how they... Dead her. They, I don't know if you noticed, they... And she attacks them. They see all the blood streaks on the floor and stuff. And especially the, the one where it's obviously where she was dragged away. Right. And it goes through the wall. Right. And it's like... Huh. Hmm. Interesting. I don't remember being able to go through that wall. Onward. <laughs> yeah, uh, they ignore all the signs that tells them they should leave, and instead they get, end up getting eaten by dead Sarah. Mm-hmm. 
So that is our review of Hell House LLC. So with that, what's our final recommendation? I would recommend that anybody who's a fan of found footage, uh, this is a great option. It's kind of fresh and new. Oh, a similar movie to this that is similarly good is called Haunt. And it's actually, I believe it was made by Shudder. And uh, so as we record this, this is on Shutter. This has been on Shutter for over a year. I think yeah, this I actually watched it on Amazon Prime. It's on Amazon Prime as well. Oh, sweet. And I watched the director's cut, which I'm not sure what was that different. There was more footage, but I couldn't tell you what was there that was extra. What, uh, what, how do you have any, uh, so anyway, Haunt is a, is another spook house movie mm-hmm. and, uh, I don't know it is found footage and it's good. It, it's mm-hmm. like, I. I would watch it again. But anyway, so I would recommend Hell House LLC to anybody who's a found footage fan or anybody who hasn't seen it and wants something that can fuck. Yeah. Yeah, this is another one to to add to the rotation, I think, for for anyone that's a horror movie fan, especially around Halloween. Like, this would definitely be a good good one for Halloween because that's when haunted houses are going on. Is that when haunted houses are going on? Usually... Well, you'd know. Okay, well, with that... What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> Let's get into taglines. Here's taglines. Taglines is a little bit that we do for things uh, that we can't come up with other games for. And it's we we read taglines that we've written that are cringy, funny, stupid, um, etc. Alternate taglines Uh for the movie uh that we've uh reviewed. So Uh taglines for Hell House LLC go a little something like this. Hell House LLC. Clowns. Not even once. Like one of those drug drugs commercials. Uh-huh. Meth. Hell House LLC. Hell House. More like Smell House. <laughs> a little bit of uh, stank. Kind of like clown stank. Uh, okay. These aren't my best taglines. Just an advance warning. Okay. I'm not super proud of all of these taglines. but They can't all be zingers. They can't all be zingers. Uh, Hell House LLC. A stay at the Abaddon Hotel is like... Oh, so this is like a pitch for the Abaddon. Okay. A stay at the Abaddon Hotel is like eating pizza and drinking orange juice and then throwing up in your mouth and swallowing it before anyone notices. (laughs) Come to the Abaddon Hotel. Have you ever eaten pizza and drank orange juice? No. Why would you do that? I was a kid once. Hmm. It is... I guess I do... It is the most potently vomit... Uh... Already, like, like if you put it in a in a blender, it would smell like vomit. Mm. See, I don't. Maybe maybe that's true. I've I've heard that stuff with orange juice, like the the pairings with orange juice. It's always orange juice too. Like, well, it's got that. Don't don't brush your teeth, then drink orange juice. It's got that really sharply acidic. Right. It, same goes with tomato. Like it's yeah. so bitingly acidic that it uh, it 
feels like the bile part of right. the vomit. All right. Hell House LLC. This ain't no heck house. This is hell house. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> hell House LLC. Yesterday, a clown held the door open for me, Bryce. It was such a nice jester. Hell House LLC. <laughs> Paganism, the religion that worships your dick. I don't know what it is about smells in this movie, because never do they mention smells at all. But you know. But you just know. Right. So, Hell House LLC. If a clown farts, does it smell funny? (laughs) 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 Woo! (laughs) Woo! Hell House LLC, where the liability is limited. Ew! (laughs) Ew, David. Like I said, they're not all zingers. So, with that, thank you guys so much for listening to our review of Hell House LLC. More importantly, thank you to our patrons. Mm. We have not. We have you. not thanked our. Pa- we have not mentioned our new patrons on an episode for a long goddamn time. Oh, that's right. Um, we're and gonna, we don't even know when this. Well, I guess it's when is guaranteed. This to come is coming out. out like in January. Yeah. Um, and so I, we're actually going to do two patron picks in January. Yeah. Um, just because we missed December because there were so Jeez. many Christmas movies. Anyway. We're going to record our thank yous and insert them into our mid-roll today, right after this. Okay. Um, So thank you, patrons, for choosing this movie for us. This is an actual good movie that we like to review, unlike some of those really terrible shitty ones that sometimes you vote on and we have to watch and we hate them. And it kind of makes Bryce not want to do the show anymore. So this is a good one. (laughs) Keep it up. It's not. That's not what I said. I said... Sometimes these are a burden, and it's the reason why we trade off responsibilities on them. Because that's definitely true. You don't get it's uh, it's not fun not having a say in your own fate, right? With what you get to watch, right? And sometimes you know that's part of the the draw for patrons is like we will make them watch this piece of shit because it will be amusing to us. <laughs> dance, <laughs> monkey, dance. Yeah, evil laugh, <laughs> and. uh yeah, we have to sit through it. So if you like this episode, make sure to share it with a friend. Also, if you'd like to support us, you can do so by heading on over to our website, HorrorMovieTalk.com. At the top of the site, uh, the banner, you can click on um, either one of the green buttons. There's one that says Buy Stuff on Amazon. If you click through that and then bookmark that link and use it anytime you shop on Amazon, a little bit of your purchase will go to us. No extra charge to you. Also, obviously, becoming a patron of the show helps us out just a whole heapin' heckin' hell of a lot. And so we sure do appreciate any support that we can get from you guys. This is a free show, and we want to keep it free. So special thanks to Gabriel K. for coming up with this zinger of a good old movie that we like to watch. Mm. And thank you to the rest of our patrons for voting on it. Yeah, this is one of the... Good ones. This is one of the good ones. That we've watched. Just like Gabriel K. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you'd like to get a hold of us, call us at 682-253-4468. That'll get you to a voicemail line, and you can leave us a message telling us how much you want to uh, masturbate 
to I don't know whatever it is you like to masturbate to. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna. You know, maybe it's uh, sounding. Mm-hmm. Maybe that makes you very excited. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you guys have a great week. We love you very much. Bye bye. Bye. Looking for a podcast full of burps and gas, perverted cast, skinny and fat, look no further. Horror movie talk is accidentally funny, begs to donate money, fake sponsors for dummies, and so much more. New episodes every hump day, they'll pickle your dickle for foreplay. Patreon members have it your way, vote for a movie every month for the review. Chopper chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco, put your tongue through the phone hoodie Picasso, look at them hot kids swearing not a pedo, got me too with Cosby eating jello, pudding pop done gave Bryce flatulence, train addict addict Dave doesn't give a shit, one through ten is it horrible or excellent, oil me up daddy is dinner rum, ten kids, Bryce Hansen, look at them hot kids Chris Henson, masturbate with a crucifix exorcist, Face huggers, chest bursters, alien. Linda Blair peed on Sigourney Weaver. I know it's true because it came from social media. Patrick Bateman can't understand you. Stab you to death for rotten apple reviews. Opinionated podcaster with a doctorate. Spook allergy, doctor of philosophy. Bad gastritis, knee colostomy. Turn Patreons into human centipedes. David Doobie Day, scare no, no expert. A global fucks hard, professional sex expert. After pods, taglines, and porno flicks. American Psycho, them guys pretty sick. Chopper, chopper, don't just stare at it, eat it like a taco. Put your tongue through the phone, hoodie Picasso. Look at them hot kids, swear not a pedo. Me too, with Cosby eating jello. Pudding pops done, gave Bryce flatulence. Train addict, addict Dave doesn't give a shit. One through ten, is it horrible or excellent? Oil me up, daddy is dinner rubs. Nothing good happens in the woods. Always get more than you bargain for. Got a pickle to dickle. Machines tickle bitties. Vancouver, Portland, Oregon, and organs. Corona, COVID, curse, Lorona. Green River Killer, because reasons. Hallway of poop monster kids screaming. Intraordinary dingleberry itinerary. 30 days shutter and jump scares. They fucking scary. Time for the spoilers with jokes and tropes. Use their white socks to catch their loads. To show one titty, pretty. Paganism, you should worship. They Teflon dicks. Pacific Northwest, let them see one breast. Shifty ass, stay spooky. Poor man's digress. Bugsy. HMT. Horror movie talk. Hold on.